You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Daily Coach YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be talking about $100 million dreams, taking a corporate career and turning it into the dream of a lifetime, a business that just blows away all franchise businesses. There's some myths out there that truly smart, educated people cannot achieve their business ownership and professional dreams in a franchise. And today, we're going to dispel that myth. I have with me an amazing guest. His name is Bob Hillier. He is a franchise owner of Paul Davis in Houston, Texas. Bob, welcome to the Daily Coach YouTube channel. Thanks for having me, Kim. I am so excited to get into the meat of this conversation today. So Bob and I have spent a little bit of time getting to know each other, but Bob, why don't you share a little bit about your 20 years on Wall Street and corporate America background and how that led you to wanting to find a different path for your future. And then we'll go from there. Sure. So uh, as Kim was saying, I've, I've, I spent most of my career on, on Wall Street. I was in technology and operations in the fixed income business. I worked for several banks, um, traveled uh, extensively. I have uh, four children and a wife at home. And at, at some point, it was, uh, it was time to spend a little bit more time at home than, than the amount of time I was spending away. Um, in addition to that, I just, you know, part of Part of what I'd always sort of seen myself being able to do was was sort of build something on my own. And I'd never really taken that opportunity, never took the leap of faith, quite frank, frankly, to to uh, to give it a shot and see how it would go for me. So um, there came a time where sort of the travel and uh, and what we're doing from a from a, uh, a corporate perspective and uh, my desires to do something on my own kind of all started to come together. And, and uh, I decided to, I thought I was going to take some time off and sort of figure it out what I wanted to do. And uh, that only lasted a couple of months. And I found myself uh, quickly looking at businesses and trying to determine what I wanted to do next. And I landed uh, in Paul Davis and it's been a, it's been a great experience uh, for me for the last uh, almost five years now. So uh yeah, it's been exciting and, and it was, you know, I certainly don't regret the change and uh, just some of the freedoms that I've had personally to do things, you know, with the kids, be home some more. They've graduated high school now or in college and heading off to do their careers. And it was great to be a little bit more uh, involved in that process uh, as opposed to before. So uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, that's so great. It's a very common story, Bob. And I love and thank you for sharing it. So now from Wall Street to restoration, okay, it's not an obvious leap, right? <laughs> Most of the time when people think about franchising, they think about food, they think about retail, they think about the things that we all love, the brands we love as consumers, right? So 
I know, sadly, I wasn't the one to place you. I know it was um, a very good friend of mine who actually led you to restoration. But what were the characteristics of the restoration industry that made this the right opportunity for you? Yeah, so I, I actually looked at a number of different. In fact, when I when I left banking, I I didn't really know anything about franchising. And so I, I was doing due diligence on you know, privately owned companies that I thought it might be interested in getting involved in when I was when I was uh, called by one of your friends. And uh, and he introduced me to the franchising business. And I looked at a number of different franchises before I settled on restoration. And honestly, it wasn't Paul Davis initially. It was it was a, a different restoration company. But the thing that was intriguing to me was people in general don't always have a great experience dealing with contractors in their homes. And often that's because they don't, they don't, you know, they lack some of the professionalism that, that people might be used to experiencing when they're dealing with other companies and that they would, you know, like to experience in the contracting space. And I just, I felt like with my background being mostly in professional business and, um, and the focus that I'd had on capital and finance, I thought, you know, restoration is, is sometimes a capital intensive business, right? Storms happen and it takes money to fund those things. But it's also a very personal business because people have had something bad happen to them that, you know, they need help managing. And so a, a more professional approach to helping them through that, I felt would be welcome. And so I looked at the economics of it as well as, as you know, what I thought people would would be looking for. I felt like my background um, was a really nice match uh, for the industry. And living in Houston doesn't doesn't hurt, obviously, with uh, with the restoration business. It certainly doesn't. Amazing. Okay, so great. So you see. Uh, those viewers who are listening, you see that the selection of the business has probably less to do with any experience in an industry and more to do with the characteristics of that industry that appeal to you, the investor and the owner, that appeal to you, Bob, right? So in finding the right business, it's less about a love for the widget, the restoration service, maybe more around that restoration service being sustainable, being needs-based, being something that feels good to you because you know that when you go into a home and you restore that home to before the, the water damage or whatever happened in the home, that those homeowners are very, very happy for the services that you've provided. And you're bringing, as you've mentioned, the professionalism to this industry that stereotypically is is very lacking in that professionalism. Yeah, I, I you know, I certainly didn't have any experience in restoration or construction. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I brought the skills I developed over the course of a, of a 20 year career and applied those to a to a different space and you know i i you know if you if you read like a phil collins book or something you'll you know he talks a lot about the who versus the what and you know i personally have always believed that i'm always you know even as i hired you know people into the company today i'm looking for the right person who has the right attitude the right energy and the right passion because a lot of the technical aspects can be learned 
And uh, that's what I've been doing. And I, and I love to learn. I'm just intellectually curious all the time. And so it's been great for me to, you know, sort of figure this out and, and spend time learning. And I'm along, I'm personally a long ways away from an expert, but I have a group of 100 people who are experts in this space and, and we get to add value together, which has been a great experience. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. What advice would you give to the wannapreneur watching this YouTube video right now who's maybe thinking that they need experience in a franchise business in order to go out and just four or five years build literally a multi-million dollar business? I would say if, if, it, if you want to do something, build something on your own, and you've got a little bit of hesitation, the franchising business gives you the safety net that you want. It's a little bit of help but still the ability for you to do something that you're passionate about, you might be interested in learning about, um, that there's some skill set that you've got in the past that would correlate in some way, but you do not have to be an expert in whatever the franchising business is that you pick. Um, it's important that it's a good match for you and it's what you want, but it's it's just, I've found personally that this gives me the flexibility to build a business I'm truly the owner and truly the entrepreneur and truly defining processes and, and things that work for our customers through our company. But at the same time, I'm getting a little bit of help from, from a group of people that uh, are, you know, are building a franchise based business. And I'm getting help from other owners who I can interact with, who've been there and done it maybe for longer than I have. And what I love about it now is, I'm a mentor for new owners that are coming into the to the business. So I get a chance to sort of give feedback about this has been my experience. Why don't you think about it this way or you could think about it a different way. And and uh, we have mentoring week in our office with new owners. And it's just been, you know, it's been a good experience where I can engage with the franchise or I can engage with franchisees and I can help the newer owners as well along the processes all while we're building this company together. And it's it's been a. It's been a great experience for me. What is that? I mean, how many people in corporate America get to enjoy like true support where it's, you know, fellow business owners helping you? Yes, we're all like humans. So we love to compete yeah. against each other to find out, you know, who's going to be rookie of the year and who's going to build the biggest business. Yeah. But we're all laughing inside because at the same time, we're so willing to share what we've learned with one another. Because when I learn something and I can teach it to you and you do it, number one, it feels good for me. But number two, our entire brand is elevated, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, you know, rising tide lifts all boats. There's nothing more. There's, there isn't an industry like franchising to support that theory. And uh, I, you know, I say it all the time. I'm, I'm part of a bunch of district meetings and whatnot in the, in the company. And, and as anything that we can do to make the brand better is going to make my company better as well. And the good news is, you do get that support. You do benefit when the brand does well, but at the same time, you're a business owner, right? You get the flexibility and the freedom to sort of build something and uh, put your own touch on it, which is, uh, for me, is, you know, is something that I really wanted to do.
Yep. So you're not an expert in construction or restoration. So Bob, what are you an expert at in your business? What brought you from zero revenue in 2017 when you began to over, if I may say it, over $20 million in revenue in four years? Like this is why I wanted to interview you because this is an amazing story that I think will inspire so many big earners in corporate America who sort of I don't want to say look down on franchising. They just don't know what they don't know. Right. And the right. daily coach is all about sharing the good news in franchising and like helping inspire dreams. And I mean, big dreams, because I'm a big dreamer and I've achieved my big dreams through franchising. You're realizing your big dreams in franchising. So anybody who's out there listening can also achieve their big dreams in franchising. So what are you the expert at that made you build this over $20 million in revenue company within just four years. I think it's one thing. So I, my, I spent, you know, most of my career in some kind of management leadership position. And the, the biggest thing that I focused my time on finding the right people. And so I have taken 20 years of finding the right people, helping them work together as teams to be successful. And I brought that to this industry. And I went out and found experts and I found, and I believe in diversity of thought. So I found a variety of different experts with different personalities and different um, views on, on how restoration should work and, and developed our group as a team. So we, you know, one of the things that sometimes happens in small businesses is, is it somebody is, does, you know, you start out and you're a small business and so you have to do everything. The thing for me, I didn't want to do everything. I wanted to find people who wanted to be great at what they're great at. And I wanted to put them in that role and let them be great at it. And so if you're a great estimator, <clears throat> I'm not going to put you in the sales function. I'm going to put you in the estimating function. If you're a great sales guy, I'm going to put you in the sales guy group. And I'm going to have that gr those groups work together. And I spent my whole career doing that. I had 5,000 people working for me when I left, when I left banking. And I'm used to working and finding people and getting them to work together. And this has been no different for me. That's different amazing. skill sets, different mindsets, but the same requirement. Good quality people that care for customers, support the culture and brand that we're, that we're trying to build, but are really good at something and want to be really good at it and want to do more of it. And uh, that's what it's taken for us to, uh, to grow as dynamically as we have over the last four years. Yeah, so... You're the CEO of your company and your life. What the one thing that is different between then and now is mm -hmm. all of that effort is for your own reward, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's good good reward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And if you're like, you know, and I even run ads that sort of talk about autonomy, right? If you if you're if you're someone craving autonomy in your current job, franchising will increase your autonomy. And uh, if that's something that you're desiring, I was, if that's something you're desiring, then franchising allows you to really increase that substantially with that sort of support system that we talked about earlier. Yeah, that's so great. So you mentioned earlier, you had a, a, over a hundred employees. I, I think you said 140 employees. Is that correct about? Yep. Yep. We're hiring so every week. So it's probably a couple of weeks old in data, but yes. <laughs> 
That's great. Not quite to 5,000. No, not, no, <laughs> no, I hope, I, no. I have no intention of getting to 5,000, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So word on the street is, so you've mastered your backyard and or run out of territory to build into. Mm-hmm. And so now you are looking at markets that you don't live in. So I have a couple of questions. Uh, one is, I'm sure that not everybody who starts Paul Davis has the... Um, built the business that you've built in the short amount of time that you've been in. I want to know, because I know listeners want to know, like, to what do you attribute that? I guess let's answer that question first, and then let's go to your plans for dominating markets that you don't live in. Sure. So I think I think for us, it comes down to a couple things we've talked about. One is I did have a plan to grow a big business. I wasn't, I wasn't there, and I'm not suggesting that it's it's not a great thing to sort of be your own owner, but do a lot of the work. If that's, if that's what you're passionate about, that's great. That's what franchising offers you as well. Um, for me, I didn't want to be the person doing the work because I wasn't an expert in that field. I was, I wanted to build a company. I wanted to build a team of people that we could, I could through that company add exponential value to our market. And so, um, I was fortunate enough to have had a good career that I had the capital to support that. And uh, I would certainly encourage people to make sure that they understand the capital needs of whatever business they're getting into. But then secondly, I went out and found people who were passionate like I was about doing this industry, who were experts in the field. And the combination of those two things um, has allowed me to grow. We have purchased, uh, we started out with the north side of Houston. We purchased the west side from another owner. We purchased the South Side, and so that we largely own the the market in the in the Houston space. Um, and the the goal was always to sort of own the brand in the MSA, develop a, a team of people that can support the community that we live in in Houston. I have people that live all over Houston working, you know, for our office. And so it's really about that talent acquisition that we spend a lot of time on and trying to find the right folks to be part of our, be part of our company. And that's, that's really what's, what's driven our brand, I think, in Houston. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. And so for those people who are out there validating a franchise business, you know, I have many videos on how to properly validate, but Bob is driving home the point that I so often try to make that not all franchise owners are equal. And this is why it's really important when you're validating a franchise that you ask for guidance from the franchisor when you begin the validation process. I'm not at all implying that you should be steered to the bobs in the world, the top performing people, the the fastest starts. But on the flip side, it's like, why not, right? He probably has what you want. Now, maybe you're not an empire builder dreamer. Maybe your dreams are a little bit smaller and that's totally fine. But why not learn from people who've mastered the model to this point in its history? Because somebody may come along and blow Bob away in a few years. I mean, it's possible, right, Bob? It's all based on the size of your dreams and then how effective you are at 
executing on the plan. He didn't say that he's doing anything that's drastically different from the Paul Davis plan. He talked about just executing and focusing on what he's good at, what he enjoys waking up and doing every day, and then delegating the rest to people that are the expert at those other jobs. Thereby, that allows him to come to work every day more inspired because he's not doing the tasks that weigh him down, right? I have videos about this, you know? Can you really achieve work-life balance? Yeah, you can if you can delegate. You know, can you own a business you don't know anything about? Of course you can in a franchise because there's training and support. And if you can delegate and rely on the people that you're hiring to do their job rather than trying to micromanage and do everything, um, for everybody, right? And so when you're validating a franchise system, I think it's really important that you know going into the call who you're talking to. And, you know, not all owners are created equal, but every owner has an opinion that can be important to you. It's just understanding before you go into the call who you're, who you're going to be talking to so that you can hold that validation in its proper place. If you happen to get to an owner who is not making the kind of money that you want to make or the kind of money that when you hear it inspires your dream, it doesn't mean that that's not possible in that particular business. It's just not where that particular franchisee is yet in their business or maybe ever based on their goals for their life. And that's okay, because we're all business owners out here living our own dreams. I think that's a great, so, I think that's point. a great point. And, and I think it's even as you're validating, what kind of support do you want? How much support do you want? How little support do you want? Like there's, there's a, there's just a lot of options as you consider franchising that I certainly wasn't aware of. And, you know, I would certainly encourage people to sort of look a bit more broadly than they might otherwise have, because uh, the options are, are sizable, the size of business you can build, um, how much or little support you might want to get or, or how much autonomy you might want to have. All things that Kim is talking about are important in the initial discussion. So you find the right spot that, that feels right for you go about finding casting that wide net bob using someone yeah like i don't know kim right <laughs> call kim and she'll cast the net wide for you i believe is what she's saying which is absolutely true i'm self-serving yeah. i can't help it <laughs> it's really yeah. mutual because when i help me i'm actually yeah, helping exactly you <laughs> like jerry Maguire said help yeah. me help you followed by show me the money i think all right so <laughs> Yes, exactly. So, okay. So the second part of that question I was asking a while ago was, so now you want to go and dominate markets that you don't live in. So what's your thought process with that? And I mean, is this something your franchisor is encouraging or are they, are they discouraging it? Um, so I'll answer the last part of that first. The franchisor is absolutely encouraging it in a responsible way, right? So we have conversations about it, make sure that we're, you know, doing the right things and set up the right way to make, to, to be successful in the, in the additional markets. Um, but for me, it's about applying the same things that we've talked about. I need the right GMs in those locations that are going to run those offices. We need the right people who have the right passion and fit our culture and our values. We need the the, the salespeople and the estimators and the project managers, et cetera, just like we need here. And the good news for me is I'm used to running businesses from afar, 
right? I had a global business that I was responsible for. And obviously you can't be in every, every country all the time. And so this kind of, again, it's a skill set that I bring to the table that, that I'm, you know, going to leverage now in, in this market. I think, you know, our Paul Davis is a franchisor is encouraging of me to go do this because we've had some good success in Houston. And so uh, I think, you know, you want to start out being successful in the market that you're in, but, but once you want to start growing and you've shown that success, I think my guess is most franchisors would be excited about having a known commodity grow in other parts of the other parts of the country. So yes, we're, we've, we've opened in, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, two months ago. And uh, we're looking at other markets uh, as well that we want to expand into. We're, we're trying to evaluate that against, uh, you know, obviously the size of the market, all the things that I went through, through the, through the validation process when I bought Houston and in other markets, but uh, we're going through that process now and we continue, you know, continue to focus on our expansion from a location diversity perspective, in addition to Houston. And where does it end for you, Bob? Well, you know, a lot of people ask me that. And uh, right now I'm really focused on on continuing to grow and, and build and find partners that, you know, are want to be, you know, part of the team and, and do that with me. And I'm just enjoying that part of the process. At some point in the future, I don't know if it means selling or if it just means maybe backing up a little bit because I've, you know, we've got more and more people that are capable of running businesses, but we'll, uh, you know, we'll definitely figure that out over the next uh, five to 10 years. But I think I still have a little runway ahead of me yet. So I'm going to, I'm just going to keep the, keep the gas pedal down for now. What an amazing, what an amazing place to find yourself in, you know, if, 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 and when you get to that point where you've built this, uh, you know, amazing, amazing multi-million dollar business and multiple, you know, MSAs around the country that somebody would come or private right. equity would come and say, Hey, Bob, yeah. would you like to sell? And then you not only you know, get to take the, the equity and the money and the experiences and the memories you built with you to that point, but exit for some big payout and go buy yourself a small yes. island and sell Pacific. <laughs> But no, that's, that is a real possibility. I've, I've, you know, I've watched other companies do that in the franchising space and outside the franchising space. And it's definitely something I'm, I'm considering. Um, I think there's, there's, like I said, there's a lot more runway and what we're going to try to build before we get to that spot. But absolutely an exit like that would, uh, would be quite rewarding. There's no two ways about it. That's amazing, Bob. Thank you so much for your time and sharing your story with my audience. Uh, any parting words before we end uh, this amazing conversation? I, I would just reiterate a couple points. One is if you're looking to do something where you can get a little bit more autonomy, uh, franchising is a great place to start, to start with a little bit of a little bit of support, which I think we all need. And uh, but if you've been thinking about it, um, you probably need to do it. So. Uh, Give somebody like Kim a call and and uh, she'll help you through the process and and uh, and help you get take the next step. And so just to wrap this up, you know, the whole point is there are businesses that allow you to come in with one hundred million dollar dreams. And there are franchise businesses that are owner operated, owner operated, you know, where people don't want to have one hundred and forty employees. There are businesses that fit your sweet spot, that hobby that you love. And then there are businesses that are purely for the investment and the opportunity to leverage a skill set. 
How do you figure all of that out on your own? I don't know, but you don't have to. If you landed here at The Daily Coach, you know that I exist. My services are free. I'm very passionate about helping people cast that wide net and end up in businesses that they never would have found on their own, like Restoration, but there are so many others out there. If this video has inspired a dream in you and you're ready to take the next step, please leave a comment below or reach directly out to The Daily Coach. And if you've enjoyed this video, please don't forget to like and subscribe. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.